Welcome back to the Guildhall School Events Podcast. We're joined today by our Head of Jazz here at the school, Martin Hathaway, along with Professor of Improvisation, Gail Brand, who will be talking about the upcoming and legendary Guildhall Jazz Festival and Improvisation Fringe. The festival will be taking place at various venues around the school from Saturday the 22nd of March for around a week. Also joining us is Jazz Studies student, Will Glazer. So welcome to you all. Um, Martin, can you give us a bit about the background of the festival? Um, how long has it been running and whose idea was it in the first place? These are very good questions, Chris. Um, <laughs> we've just been trying to work out how long it's been, but we think it's about seven or eight years um, that it's been running and um, it's been getting bigger and better every year. Uh, more wonderful ideas and, and projects that we've devised between us all. Um, and I think the original idea became it was partly mine and also James Alexander, who works in the music office. And we we just had a chat one day. We were looking at dates, and he suddenly said, "I think it'd be a really good idea if we had a jazz festival, don't you?" Or something along those lines. And that's how it all started. Brilliant. And that was uh, that was maybe sort of four four or five six years ago. Um, something like that. Well, we think it's it might be a bit longer than that. It might be eight years. And why, what, you know, call, me, call me silly for asking this, but why is having a jazz festival important? Um, it's important because it's a, it's a chance to showcase the best of what's available. And in our case, it's usually British jazz. We like to, it's not something we set out to do, but we've found over the years that we've enjoyed um, highlighting British jazz musicians and British improvisers working with our students who aren't all British, they're international. And occasionally, if we have an international artist that's sort of floating around Europe, we might see if we can rope them in. But we actually quite like having a spotlight on the festival, a uh, spotlight on the music in a festival. And the festivals are important to, well, A, to celebrate the music, but B, they're also important for people to have something to work towards. I think the students um, like to have something that's theirs, organised on their behalf. There is a concentrated period of um, rehearsal, concentrated period of creativity. There's so much that goes on at Guildhall, daily, hourly, minute-wise. You know, there's opera, there's drama, there's classical music, there's so much going on. And we have concerts throughout the year as a jazz department. If you have a concentrated week of just jazz, where all we're thinking about is jazz and improvised music for us, the whole department's behind it it gives it some attention that it might not usually get. So it's just having our little corner with a spotlight on it. And it's important for this music to keep going. There's this dreadful question that's always been raised by um, an imaginative music journalist saying, is jazz dead? Um, and it's not. And if it was, then we wouldn't play it. And, you know, we wouldn't be able to fill a whole week of really great music with really great artists so it's important for many many reasons and it's also just something to do isn't it <laughs> <laughs> so to justify our contracts <laughs> Keep, keeps, it, keeps you busy then keeps what well, keeps them keeps us busy keeps the music fresh every year we have to think who would we like you know who would be good for the students so, so who, who does the planning of it and how far ahead do you work uh i mean the, i guess the main overseer of the of the whole thing is me and most of the planning but with with Gail as well who um asked to come in a few years ago when we were talking about improvised music which is Gail's 
speciality and uh, and so we we've, we've we've really done it together over the last few years haven't we but um, you've you've but had uh, a clear um, you've had a clear idea in your mind of who you like to come in i think yeah and it's and i think it's really based on you know showing us and the school and the students about the range of music that we that we teach at this school um jazz and improvised music wise we it's a very broad approach so that's really my basis for you know each time that we've got the festival we have a look at you know who are we, who 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 are we going to target that that covers a very broad range of of the music from all styles all styles of mm-hmm. jazz um and and also it's an opportunity for the students to be working with these people obviously you know it's it's all i really do it all for the students that's and that's the reality of it i know that sounds like a bit of a cheesy thing to say but but that that is my premise when i sit down and i think who are we going to get in you know it's not it's, it's it's not for me you know it's it's for them to experience working with musicians that, who i know most of the time who who are absolutely amazing and bring something really special to the school well, that's what it's about. M- maybe, maybe we should talk to one of the students who we have here. Will um, now it's, it's your turn to right. respond to that. I mean, obviously, have a great head of jazz here who uh, who does who does a lot uh, for you with the festival. Um, what what do you what do you get out of the festival itself? An awful lot, a lot of sleep loss because there's so much going on. But like like both Martin and Gail have said, there's so much variety in what's performed there's the vintage jazz the improvised music project there's like the a contemporary big band we've got like julian siegel coming in he's doing arrangements and things like that mm. um claire martin amazing singer the singers project composer which there's just so much to do and it's so it, it's challenging to be able to be a part of all those different things and being able to perform in those different styles authentically and well it's a massive challenge and really great for just general musicianship for students and getting the opportunity to perform in those different styles and with these amazing musicians who do it. And so we, your involvement in the festival in particular, um, what, what, is, what does it sort of involve? Are you um, involved in a lot of rehearsals or, or planning of things? How, how, do you, uh, how do you do it? Um, well, this year I'm doing the Improvised Music Project, which was with Gail and Paul Dunlop. And who else is it? Dave, Dave Kane, Kane on bass, and Mark, Mark Sanders. Sanders on drums. Yeah. Um, that's the one I'm doing. So we've got rehearsals starting today, mm. I think, and we've got a few projects uh, rehearsals with those, and then we workshop the uh, performance, and then we do that. But in previous years, it's been we've had visiting artists come in. In my first year, we did a big band with Jackie Dankworth, and she came in. It, you get an opportunity to work through the music as you would in a professional outside of a concentrated festival with great artists and stuff. And yeah. And you'll be doing a small band as well. Oh, small bands as so well. So yeah. all the as well as these slightly bigger projects, um, all the students are involved in at least two events uh, throughout the week. So um, the, the bigger projects, and then also what we call the small bands. So every student is involved. In a small group, and that, and all of the small groups are self-directed. So, students are left to their own devices to uh, 
and get that together. Do, do you get to sort of preview stuff before it gets played out in you know for the festival, or do you just turn up and hope that they've done something good? Uh, yeah, for the, for the small bands, yeah, we usually turn up and hope that they've done something good most of the time. Yeah, because it's just so busy. You know, I haven't really got time to uh, <clears throat> to have a look and see what absolutely everyone's doing. So I think that's really important, though. That there is, there's, we work with both the staff and with the visiting artists in these projects. But the underrated small bands, you know, that's life for us as musicians. When we leave college, we have to be able to put together a performance without any help from sort of, you know, and do it to the best of our ability. So it's really good training for that. And that's a that's a good point actually, because you're talking about life after the degree. Yeah. <laughs> what what year are you in of your uh, fourth year? Your fourth year. So is it is is that it after after this year, or have you got any more to go? I uh, that that is it for the foreseeable future. And in <laughs> terms of <laughs> and in terms of um, sort of preparing you for for life after guild, or what you know how how do you how do you feel now going you know with only a few months to go? Sorry to no, worry you, but it's, right. it's, it's only a few months left. Literally weeks. Yeah. Hours, in fact. Hours, yeah. <laughs> it's good. I'm, I'm quite excited. I mean, I get throughout the whole course, as well as just the jazz festival, it's represented in the jazz festival by the variety of music we play. Uh, but it, that is over the whole four years. So I, I feel very comfortable in working in a variety of different situations within jazz and outside of jazz. And have you found that you, you've been getting jobs... Whilst you've whilst been a student here, are you doing, yeah. doing that sort of thing? Yeah, now and again. Um, again, for varying from sort of big bands and pop groups, small group, creative jazz work, festivals um, around the country and things like that. Well, that's, that's pretty impressive, I must say, <laughs> for someone who's still, still a student. Um, He's working more than we are. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so yeah. I think yeah. the other thing I wanted to say is this year <laughs> is the first year which we've had almost exactly half female um, band leaders and directors as we've got male, which is really important for me as a female jazz musician. Um, I'm st- just still lament the lack of female presence or visible media presence for women in jazz and so this year it wasn't planned that way but it just so happens that we've got you know Claire, me, Kate Williams, um, Kate Westbrook yeah, you know, that's right. haven't we? So yeah. there's 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 many women yeah. involved leading projects. There's 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 fine about having women involved in projects, but actually leading projects is something that doesn't often happen in the outer jazz world. It's really important that audiences and students see women leading jazz as well as being involved in, you know, playing it. Is um, that something that's sort of changing over time? Not really, no. <laughs> it is here. It is here, yeah. It is here, but it's because uh we think we're trying to do something at this sort of this isn't grassroots level. Grassroots is um, early education and school, but we're trying here to to be more inclusive of everyone that wants to play jazz. You know, which includes women, obviously. So, um, you know, and each year we try to make sure that there's you know some there's people involved that don't normally get involved. We try and include some people from classical music in the jazz festival. We've got one music therapy student playing in the improvised music ensemble as well. So we do our best to try and bring other people in so that the whole school knows about us and so it's inclusive rather than exclusive as jazz has often been accused of being exclusive. Um, it can't include everyone because not everyone wants to be included. Not everyone can play jazz and improvise. Not when everyone wants to. But it needs to show willing. And I think that's what our festival tries mm. to do as well, show willing. Yeah. 
Um, brilliant. Um, so the, the, the performers that are going to be joining us for the festival include Claire Martin. Um, for those um, people that don't know much about Claire, could you, could you tell us? Well, she's a... She's Claire Martin OBE. She, she is. She is. She's an internationally renowned uh, singer and, uh, and she's also a, a very well-known broadcaster. Um, she's interviewing uh, me. She knows her stuff. Yeah, she's she's uh, she, she works is. on jazz line as a presenter on jazz lineup. Has done for a long time on Radio Three. Um, so you know she's a, she's a big name. Um, she's also a great musician. You know she's a great singer. So um, I think that combined was 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 partly my thoughts of getting her in and and having her in Milton Court doing the the closing the closing night. So she's obviously a big name. Um, we tried, she does yeah. attract people, but and but and she's also a fantastic musician. We've we've been trying on the last night of the festival. We've been trying to get people in who've got a higher profile, perhaps because the material they sing is accessible to more people. So we've had Leanne Carroll last year. It was Ian Shaw. This year it's Claire. So we tried to get people in who are. I mean, the good thing about Leanne and Ian and Claire is they're singers, but they understand jazz and they can play it and they can arrange it. So they're a really good model to all the students of, you know, to be a performing jazz musician, you've got to try and have most of those skills under your belt, which is why Leanne and Ian and Claire are big in their own right, because they, they have those skills and that understanding. It's not enough just to be able to carry a tune. You've got to be able to arrange it, write it. And Claire's certainly one yeah. of those people, isn't she? I think I don't know, uh, from a sort of popular uh, music performer as myself, I'm not sure I fully understand jazz myself. So it does, it does <laughs> Come to the sense. jazz festival. I will be, I'll be there. I'll be there <laughs> doing lots of, lots of tweeting and things like that, I imagine. Um, so I'm really looking forward to it. But um, yeah, it does involve a sort of um, level of understanding, which which not everybody all, all performers have well yeah four um, years it takes the undergrads so we also have um kate williams and her trio doing yeah. um, music from bill evans and the impressionist and that's uh, can you can you tell us a bit about that yes it's, it's I, this is something that actually that's a little bit different this year and that was that was partly again my thinking um <clears throat> kate is a very fine pianist and uh, and and teacher and, um, and with a strong background in classical music as well so um, this project is 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 bringing some original music of, of hers um, some arrangements of, of music by Bill Evans and also some some music by Satie I think and Debussy and Ravel and um, and we've got we've got a, a wide range of students from across the school involved uh, in in this project again. So we've got so it's obviously jazz students involved, but we've also got some some students from the from the other departments, from Wimbrass and percussion and strings involved. So the, you know this is I think this is the first time that we've had a, well we've had we've always collaborating with other departments across the school, but but this one feels like it's 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 an opportunity to get even more departments involved not just the jazz department which is a good thing that's that and that's the guild hall where uh, that's the guild hall ethos in fact is collaboration, collaboration and innovation um and i think that this this concert um does does it covers all those those areas actually so they're going to be doing um sort of jazz arrangements of classical pieces they're, they're playing now they're playing the i think they're playing original pieces by uh 
there's a there's a Ravel piece, uh, La Tombe de Couperin. So it's it's the it's it's original version. Um, and I'm not I'm I'm no great expert. You probably have to ask Kate for the for the the fine details. But it's going to be a really interesting concert, and uh, it's a really genuine collaboration of classical and and jazz music. And it's and it's really showing the influences. You know, all of the, the music by Ravel and Debussy and Satie have got a lot of jazz connotations in them. Um, and, of, and Bill Evans, the, the famous jazz pianist, was, was very influenced by, by those composers and by classical music. So it's going to be a really interesting one, I think. Um, just looking down through the, the listings, we've also got... Um, so it opens on Saturday the 22nd of March... Um, with the Junior Guildhall Jazz Ensemble, um, followed by um, the Guildhall Jazz Band, we're directed by Scott Stroman with special guest Julian Siegel. Mm. Um, who's who's Julian Siegel? Julian Siegel is is uh, a wonderful saxophone player who's now got an international reputation of greatness. <laughs> um, he's a, he's an he's an amazing musician, Julian. I first met him about twenty years ago. Um, there's a, there was a whole bunch of musicians who used to live in in East Ham, uh, and they all lived together in the same house. And I lived uh, not far away from them, so we used to hang out together. And I think he was originally uh, a conducting student and also a clarinet student at the University of East Anglia. And then he was just kind of around. He just came. Uh, Phil Robson, who's a very well-known guitarist, um, used to live in this house, and then Julian moved in and. We got to know him, and and he's from from that point on, he's just become an extremely wonderful composer, uh, arranger, performer, saxophonist, um, decent bass player as well. Very very good bass player. Yes, that's right. Extremely he, good he, bass he, player. So I don't know whether he does gigs on bass anymore, but well, he certainly to, used, used to. to. Be equal, wasn't it? Um, and and I mean, he's somebody. He's got a very very strong artistic drive. He's he, you know he's, he writes his own brilliant music, and and he's he's very very busy internationally as a top flight jazz soloist. He's a very very big big name in jazz circles across uh, certainly in Europe, and and I think uh, elsewhere actually. And a distant memory of living in this big house full of jazz musicians. <laughs> <laughs> so I was just sort of thinking I've about done that. How... I've done that, and you don't want to repeat well, that. Yeah. No, that's what, what I did when I left college. <laughs> what must that be like? No, you don't want to know. It's <laughs> a lot of fun. Pressing. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it was a lot of fun because I mean, this is the thing. You would, you would, you know, you 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 go around, you play, you practice, you talk about music. You know, you'd have something to eat. I mean, it's. I mean, that's how you. That's part of learning. The music and learning about other people's ideas and playing together and and living together is, is, is an amazing thing. It's a little bit like being at the Guildhall School, isn't it? And the, and so you're not actually living here, but well, actually, it maybe you like are. That, yeah. So we have yeah. lighting and heat and things. That's like that. right. <laughs> there are yeah. showers here. Working yeah. well, showers. Where's like the wish to bathe? Yeah. <laughs> Um, okay, so I mean, you know, Martin and Gay, you're both. Uh, would you say you're both performers in in your own right? You've, you've um, yes. You've obviously been. Um, have you always been on the on the sort of London scene? Yes. Martin? Yeah, yeah. Uh, ever since, well, I've, I was a student here, as most people will know, uh, at the end of the eighties at the Guildhall School, and um, that's really how I made all my contacts. Was when I was here as a student. So I was very lucky to be involved in, in all kinds of projects and, and all my musical associates have, have 
uh, from my London contacts from when I when I came to London as a student. And have you noticed? Uh, so that's was that twenty five years you've been here. Something like that. Yeah. <laughs> of a um, have you noticed any sort of what 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 was it like? What was Guildhall School like back in the late eighties? Was there any sort of has anything changed? Um, you well, lots of things have changed. Well, it was the, there's a smaller the smaller community of uh, Gail shaking her head. Just, yeah. <laughs> I've been, I've been here as student and staff for twelve, so. <laughs> no, but back well back in those days as a student at the Guildhall, there, I mean there were there were there were less people in the building for a start, mm. uh, and the timetable was was a lot thinner in those days. So there was there was more time to sort of you know do your own things as it were. I mean the, the classes and everything were great, but but there there was a lot more. Uh, I was going to say free time. That's not quite the right way to describe it, but. Um, you, you were. I think I, I, I was one of those people that just wanted to play and wanted to write my own music and wanted to, to meet and play with other people. So I, I was always getting my own projects together um, whilst I was a student, and there, and there was actually a lot of time to do that. And it's the obvious, and it was the obvious thing to do. You know, I always wanted to come here to study and to meet and work with like-minded people. And so we just made we made things happen. Um, and that that was it was a very exciting time for me. Um, so yeah, there was certainly less there were less students here, um, and the timetable was a lot a lot thinner. I have to try and dig a photo of you out from the late eighties and post it with this podcast. Um, so Will, um, obviously um, you know that that was twenty five years ago, and now do you find that you uh, you know have plenty to do at the school? We have a lot to do. A hell of a lot. But it's, it, it, yeah, I mean, there's still the, the same element of we have the classes and the rehearsals and things that we need, like we have to do as part of the course, which all help us as you know broadening musicians, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. But we all, you know, the same sort of attitude towards playing and setting up our own projects and creating music in the time that we do have. It's like this sort of living, breathing thing. It's every day. So we're like being college. We'll rehearse, do our own things, um, and then sort of like you know go and see a gig in the evening, or be performing here, or be, you know, sort of. It seems fairly similar, apart from we've got you know a lot more uh, various elements to the course, I guess. Um, yeah. I think we've noticed myself and Martin's performance now that um, you get pigeonholed quite early. Um, on our scenes, don't you? And you have to mm. fight against that. Um, and I think you need to be able to be a specialist in one area, but you've also got to be available to do other things if you have to. So some we, we try on the course to teach a variety of different styles because we don't want people to feel like they can only do one thing when they leave. Although it's important for someone to have their own identity as a musician. But I think now it's, it's certainly more pressing for musicians to have at least experience of playing different sorts of jazz, different sorts of music, mixing with different sorts of musicians, even if they don't like the music, even if they don't like what they're playing. They might just have to do it, because God knows we've had to play music we detest <laughs> in order to pay bills. It's a fact of life, musicians. It is. Well, I think, I think <laughs> this... You can't expect to do everything I think you hopefully, want. you know, you, you get to the stage as a musician where you can mix working music, work-a-day music with artistic music that expresses who you are. You're an extremely lucky and very rare musician 
if you can always only ever play the music that you love. And this is a message that we try to send, you know, play the music that you love when you can, but also be prepared to play music that will, you know, you might not love, but mm. you, you're capable of doing. Which has been the secret to a lot of really successful musicians' careers. We know several musicians who are still working now that didn't only just play the music that they're playing now. You know, they've done a variety of different things. Not all of them that they're particularly proud of, possibly, <laughs> musically. But So that's been... I mean, and that's another reason for having such a, um, a broad festival. So that the audiences and the students and everyone can see. And as well as the staff, because, I mean, it's not just myself and Martin. The entire staff team is involved in directing, being involved in teaching, rehearsing, all these sorts of music. They can see that it's not two-dimensional, this music. It's got very different layers and different you know, experiences. So... That's, I mean, all, all that we, all that the whole team can do is, is provide their experience as musicians. You know, that's all we can do. And we hope it, we hope it, we hope it filters down or lands at some point. It might not land when students well, are actually does, here. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> well, I also yeah. think that's, I mean, you know, singing the praises of our wonderful school here. You know, that's, I think that's what we've always been good at doing. Mm. And I mean, even when I was here as a student, there was, it was. You know, you'd go along to some classes, and and at the time you think, oh, you know, I'm not really sure how this is relevant to me. But you know, as the years roll by, you actually see that all of those experiences are going to benefit you in some in some way, and you never know actually when a certain thing is going to pop up in your life as a musician. That you know, and it's happened to me several times. I can remember going to conducting classes here and thinking, you know, I'm never going to be doing this. And why do we have to go? And, and and only a few years down the line, I, you know, I was obviously conducting my own groups, and then you know, in teaching jobs, standing in front of a school orchestra, and I, I remember standing in front of a school orchestra, and just before I was about to do it, thinking, I can do this. I know how to do it. You know, it gave me a lot of confidence because I'd had the training, and you know, as I was saying, I think that the, you know, the range of of music at the festival. Um, it's you know it's a, it's a demonstration of of what Guildhall School does incredibly well, which is a, a very broad range of music study. But at the same time, it, it doesn't compromise people's artistic ambitions. If you look at the range of students that have graduated from from this from the jazz courses over the last well many years now, thirty years worth, or I think of or more. Of, of jazz students is that everybody's been very very successful but but they're not all doing the same things and we're doing different things all make your own paths I guess Absolutely. That's, that's what it's about it's funny you mentioned about um, oh you know doing this conducting stuff and I'll never have to use it and I was doing a podcast with Joe McInnes who directed um, Hamlet yeah. over at Milton Court and um, she said oh, I was out with my husband one day and we, I was saying I'm not I've never taken a, a directing job um, that's, that's for you know 20 years down the line and two hours later she gets a phone call do you want to direct something <laughs> you go. okay then <laughs> so that was a really yeah. a really yeah. uh, really short U-turn but um, let's let, I think we should probably wrap it up now just, uh, getting on a bit what's what's everyone's favourite what's your look what are you looking forward to most of, of the festival Gail massive glass of wine <laughs> in terms the, of music Gail. Oh, yeah. <laughs> massive glass of wine. Um, well obviously I'm going to highlight the improvised music night with Paul Dunwell because uh, 
Paul's a great sax player. He celebrated his 60th birthday last year, which got quite a lot of exposure on, on BBC Radio. And I interviewed him for Radio 3. And so, Dave Kane is also playing... Dave Kane and Mark Sanders. Those two are coming as, as Paul's trio, but the main guest of that day, if you like, is, is Paul. And he's an amazing British sax player, so I'm looking forward to him coming in just in the building and being with the students. And that's on Tuesday the 25th of March at 7.30 in the Silk Street Music Hall. Mm-hmm. Um, how about you, Will? What are you, what are you looking forward to most? Ooh, it's a difficult choice. <laughs> I've got to say the improvised music. I'm, I'm part of that as well. And I, you don't I, have to, Will. I love okay. those musicians as well. Like Personally, be it, like Mark Sanders coming in as a drummer, it's that's a really great opportunity. But also I think the Kate Williams... Uh, with orchestra, yeah, I think because I I really love those Bill Evans records with with orchestra mm. and the, 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 those composers and I think that's going to be fantastic. And that's on Monday the twenty fourth of March in the Milton Court Concert Hall, mm. and that's ticketed as well. There's only a few ticketed events; all the rest are free, um, which you can find on the Guildhall School website. And Martin. What, what are you, what are well, it probably has to be has to be the one that I'm directing, which is <laughs> the, um, the Vintage Jazz Night, um, which is, uh, I mean, again, I think this is something that we do at the Guildhall School incredibly well, uh, which is to, uh, as well as, well, as well, I think we're one of the very few jazz departments probably in the world that investigates the world of improvised music in a lot of depth. And, and we also uh, investigate jazz before 1940 not a lot of jazz courses do that um, and it's a very very rich area uh, of the music um, so I'm and I think and I think it's something that we do incredibly well here you know really celebrate jazz before 1940 so uh, that's a really good fun night yeah I, I, was, really I was thinking of um, that was going to be my my choice actually of uh, my the one I was going to uh, say. Is yeah, it's going to be, and, and, we're, and we're, this year it's it's not a big band this time. It, it's it's more uh, small group numbers, and we're we're focusing on particularly, I guess, on the swing era. So we're sort of talking about sort of you know nineteen thirty to about nineteen forty one, something along those lines. So we're playing some music by Benny Goodman, and probably we'll doing some Django Reinhardt and, and, and things like things like that. Things things from the swing era. I think someone's cutting off their fingers as we speak to play the guitar parts, aren't they? <laughs> <laughs> if you're insisting on authenticity. Sanger Reinhardt didn't have it. Did he not have any thumbs or something? Here? Well, he only used, he, had, he was involved in a fire. That's right, so he uh, had two his, fingers. In his caravan, so he, he had, I think he, he, he had all the fingers on his hand, but only only two, two worked. Two worked, so oh. we're insisting oh. the guitarist for that. Yeah. Only <laughs> on, his left, on his left on hand, his hand, yes. And he had mute. two working fingers. Um, yes, obligatory mutilation. So, uh, <laughs> you know, if you're not prepared to go the distance here, then we're, no, we don't you take don't you seriously. Here. Okay, well, <laughs> to end on that, on, on, that, on that lovely picture. Um, <laughs> thank you for you all uh, for coming in today, um, and wish you all the best for your performances. Thank you. Thanks, Chris. The Jazz Festival and Improvisation Fringe runs from Saturday the 22nd to Friday the 28th of March and you can get your tickets online, over the phone or in person from the Barbican box office but don't forget there are also plenty of free events too which you can find listed on the Guildhall School website.